This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Testing. One, two, three. Testing. One, two, three. Test, test. One, two, three. <laughs> I know my part and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> ah, guys. You have to respond because they can't yes. talk to me. Yes, Taryn. Um, I'm a mother freaking aunt, y'all. Yeah, she is. Yes, she is. You, know, you all have been dying to know. They knew. Um, yeah, literally that night, mm-hmm. little Axel was brought into the world. Yeah. And I now, like... I get it. Do you? Because I feel like, you know, people would talk about like being an aunt is like the best thing ever or like the bond you have with a kiddo that's like in your family. Yeah. And I can't, like, it's unlike anything I've ever felt. I can't, I can't. I'm so pumped for you and I can't wait to experience that. If Felicia would just get on it, you know, like that's, Uh, (laughs) I can't wait. I mean, she could say that about us too. She really could. She could really turn the table on me really fast. We're all just gonna get on it. (laughs) That sounds weird, but like, but also makes sense. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Well, we're gonna freaking get into this episode, Ash. Yeah, Taryn and I basically just kind of gave up on the closet situation. To be, it was good. It did us, it did, it did its thing. It was important. It helped us through this transition period. Uh, but we basically just like threw our hands up and we're like, you know what? We're just going to do it from the comforts of my own bedroom. (laughs) Because like, this is a topic. Yeah. And we're like ready to attack. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we like got coffee. Yeah. We're comfy. You guys should see what I did to quote unquote soundproof my bedroom. (laughs) I took all the comforters that I own and I just laid them on the hardwood floor. Yeah. And then Alicia and I also recently decorated TK's bedroom Mm -hmm. officially. Like we like bought some stuff to make it. Thank you. To make it a little more homey for her since, you know, for the foreseeable future might be the rest of summer. So yeah, we were so like, true. okay, let's get her like a bed frame. Let's get her off the floor. Um, so we had a bunch of extra boxes and I just, <laughs> I just ended up dragging them into my room. Cause I was like, you know what? This absorbs sound and we could use all the help we could get. <laughs> yeah. I walked in and I was like, what happened in here? And then she's like, yeah, boxes for sound. I was like, oh, great. Watch me like send this episode in. And Mark is like, he's like, this sounds no, the worst thing I've ever horrible. heard. Mark disapproves. That would Sorry, just shatter Mark. my heart. I'm, I'm comfortable though. I live for Mark's approval. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> um, okay. So if you're like, what is this episode about? Why are you guys getting so ready to do it? Um, last week mm-hmm. we basically like tied our hands. We really did. Yeah. <laughs> because to be honest, when I came, cause I've been staying down with my brother and sister-in-law because Doing just the like anti-thing. helping with the babe, all this stuff. 
Um, so I drove down today and I was like, oh, you ready to record? And like, usually like we really don't put that much time into like prepping because I think we both have come to like love the fact that it's like not rehearsed, just genuine. Like I love how raw it is. Yeah. It's so raw. Raw Mm -hmm. is a good word. Um, so I was like, oh, are you ready? And we're like talking about like, yeah, yeah. Like I just got to pull a story real quick, like blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden I was like, ah, <laughs> we we have to do our body positivity one. We said it. We already, last episode. We, we, yeah, we committed to it. There's no going back. We can't be like, hey, Mark, can you edit that out? It's, nope. it's out. It's, it's out. in the air, in the internet. The whatever. people have heard. People have heard. So anyways, we. The people being you guys. <laughs> just to y'all. clarify. <laughs> all of you. Um, we were like, okay, like we jumped online real fast and posted some stuff to our socials to be like, what do you guys like? What are your thoughts? What are your questions? Whatever. And we just wanted this to be just a time where we like attack the topic of body positivity. positivity. The one thing that we all struggle with. Literally all. <laughs> it's the most relatable topic. Yes. Um, it doesn't matter like what age you're at. It doesn't matter what gender you are. It doesn't yeah. matter um, where you live, yep. this is something that we all struggle with from time Fully. to time. We have highs, we have lows with it, and it's just part of life. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one time we've talked about this topic a few times over, mm-hmm. you know, the a little over a year that we've been doing yeah. this. Oh, totally. And each time you guys have responded um, very strongly, wanting to talk about it more. And yeah. every time we mm-hmm. bring the topic back around, if you guys wrote an email or something like that, then you guys respond stronger than anything mm-hmm. else. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and me and Taryn like genuinely could not help but take notice of that. Yeah. And I think it's cool because I think that we come at it with two totally different perspectives. Like mm-hmm. we both have different body types. We have different backstories. We have different yeah. places where we are now currently. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just going to be really cool. Um, I We're both going to get super raw and like real about our struggles as well as um, kind of go into what you guys have sent in, but really there's no agenda. Like mm-hmm. we're just going to talk about it. And, and I think that because like as society in general, people are talking more about everything, right? Like whether it's, um, you know, social injustice, which we can kind of hit on because mm-hmm. we're currently going through like just a huge wow. mess of a situation. Um, but also like, even, even women who I think before we would have always been like, oh, they have the perfect body. They have everything. They love their bodies. They're so confident are coming out with how comments have affected them. We just, who is the, um, she's a swimsuit model and she is curvier. I think she is freaking gorgeous, but she posted a photo and she kind of like put on her profile like a series of stories going into like just the nasty comments she got and like she was like crying like it it deeply affected her and I remember sitting there and being like they're literally like no one is safe yeah we idealize these body types and these people and say like oh my god if I had her body everything like I'd get a guy I'd be happy I'd be this I'd be that yeah and the truth is like it's so much deeper than just your physical appearance. Yeah. There's so much more that goes into it because yeah. I can't remember the name of this girl. If I figure it out, I'll Sports say it. Illustrated, I know. I'll text TK. There know. was a, um, there was, there was like a poll going around. Not a poll. What's the word? There was um, like a prize, like a contest. Okay. There we go. There was a contest going on 
and she won and she got picked for this like magazine. It was Sports Illustrated, Sports right? Illustrated cover or like a spread within it. Um, and she's beautiful, guys. She's stunning. And um, she had hips. And I thought they were the sexiest things oh, about her body. Yeah, like gorgeous. I couldn't help but to, like be like, wow, she's gorgeous. Oh, I thought it's Camille Caustic? 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 Yes. Caustic, I yeah. believe. Um, and one of the best things about social media is also one of like the worst things about yeah, it. Um, the best thing is like we found it and we, me and Taryn both, including the other people that live here in this house mm -hmm. too, um, could not help but like fully relate to how hurt she was by some of the comments yeah. she was getting. Well, she has a, um, so it's on her, what are those called? Stories? Highlights. Highlight. She has a highlight that's called You Are Enough. Mm -hmm. And literally we all just, because TK had told us about it and we all just sat in a circle and watched it together mm -hmm. and then just had this conversation after because we were so just impacted by the fact that like people are the actual worst and how like people are so quick to just feel like they have a right to yeah. comment on your body. And it's yeah. just, is like mind blowing, but. But that's the one of the, that's the con about social media. It's yeah. really amazing that she's out there and she's this amazing role model for, for women all over yeah. the world. And it's cool that we get to follow her on a daily basis yeah. and like be inspired by her every single day. The problem for her is because she's putting herself out there for other people to be inspired by, people are also responding with hate yeah. because they feel the need to yeah. or they feel um, something like within them just wants to lash out. And because yeah. she is so um, available mm -hmm. online, you feel comfortable enough to call her a whore or call yeah. her, you know, like all these, all these horrible names. Um, and of course that's going to affect her, yeah. but that's the, that's the disassociation that yeah. comes with social oh, totally. media. Yeah. Which is so funny because everyone, all the trolls out there, they, they want to feel like they are heard and connected to this person. But then the, what they do is they like say these ugly things that makes that person want to like not even have anything to do with them. So it's just yeah. like, what are you, like, what are you trying to do? Mm -hmm. But it's that whole like hurt people, hurt people, you know? Exactly. So it's, it just shows, um, just like the ugliness that's still out there. And, and I don't want to like, we don't have to talk about it too much, but, um, obviously, I mean, unless you live under a rock because it's everywhere right now. Yeah. Um, just everything going on right now with George Floyd and, um, and just, I think, I think, well, Will Smith's quote, I think he reposted it too, where he was like, yes, you know, racism isn't getting worse. It's getting filmed. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so true right now with social media, with the fact that people are now grasping on to like, there still is so much injustice that's like yeah. out there. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, things like this catch fire when it happens. And, you know, I, I made myself watch because I think, um, when we try to pretend like something's not happening or we ignore something because it's hard that definitely is like giving into what the problem is. Like, yeah, we all need to realize that it's there and not be scared of it, but try to figure out and educate ourselves on how we can make a difference. And like, you know, how do we set up our younger generation to not keep repeat repeating this like horribleness, you know? Yeah. Um, but I had a really hard time. Like I was crying. I was sick to my stomach for a long time. And, and it's just so sad because there's so much like, I don't know what else to say besides ugliness, like yeah. out in the world that just, it's evil. I don't, what yeah. it is. 
And I don't get how some people miss the comment, just like simplest act of just loving someone else and giving them the honor and respect that like they, everyone deserves. That every human everyone. deserves, yes. So uh, it's just been, I think a lot of people are trying to figure out, you know, how to process it, how to, um, it feels like such a big thing that you're like, how do I even make a difference? Like what, what can I even do? Mm-hmm. So definitely I think educating yourselves, looking, um, a lot of people who have big platforms are using it to, you know, kind of direct people to different, you know, things they can sign different charities to donate to different people that just kind of keep you up to date with like, okay, well this like educate yourselves. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's going on. Like we can't be afraid of it anymore. Like we're past that. Like we need to acknowledge and um, do as much as we can. So, yeah. ugh, but I just felt like we should address it because oh, it's, yeah. it's so present. And I know it's, it's deeply affected me the past, um, you know, few days or since yeah, it happened. I think it really struck home with, I mean, I think the entire country is kind of yeah. like in shock right now. Um, what's amazing and another plus about social media mm-hmm. is how quick people started like yeah. banning together to make sure that justice was, you know, and yeah. is, you know, followed through. Um, but yeah, I think, I think one of the coolest things was I couldn't, I can't even begin to tell you how many things I read that had me second, second guess, like everything. Yeah. Absolutely everything. And one of the biggest things, and I I love, I like to think that I'm like so liberal (laughs) (laughs) and I'm a free thinker and, and I am open to all concepts, but I definitely had to sit there and like read everything and, and come to the realization like, no, like I am privileged. There's a lot of things I don't have to think about. And, and I had to like re-remind myself that even though I know it, you know, and then, and like one of the biggest things that I, I personally think I have, I have done and is a problem is being quiet. Yeah. I am so by nature, not a political person. I don't like to talk about complicated things. I don't want to talk about things that are uncomfortable in, in all aspects of my life, not just racism, but like politics, relationships. I have a hard time telling Taryn when I'm in a bad mood, like that's me as a person. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like reading this stuff. It's like, no, Ashley repost it. Mm-hmm. Um, th- I might get a lot of hate or, or some like very strongly minded people coming at me, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like if this is what you believe, then post it. Yeah. And it's like, I like had a realization and a recalling myself out and I was like, okay, this is what we're going to yeah. do. So I think it's, that's one of the, even though we're talking about a lot of the negative stuff on yeah. this episode, that's yeah, one of yeah, the pluses yeah. about social media right no, now. Totally. And you know, I think, it is, it is scary nowadays because everybody is at the ready to be offended or to just destroy you if you say the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. So it makes it very scary to say anything. And I always try to live my life in a way that I don't want to ever hurt or offend someone. And so I am very careful about what I say. And I think a lot before I would say something or I kind of avoid conversations with people who I'm like, you don't want to have a conversation. You just want to attack me because Mm -hmm. I don't believe the same thing. But I think when situations like this come up, it's like belief or what you think doesn't matter. Just the bottom line decency and how we treat others like is that question here. And, you know, there's so much history that comes with it. And I do think, you know, it is a topic that it gets uncomfortable. So people run away from it. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, people have been really like focusing on is like, you can't, like, you can't run away. Like Mm -hmm. let's, let's face it, let's address it. And, um, let's like try to help 
the world be a better place, like yeah. any way we can, you know? So yeah. anyways, um, I definitely feel for just everyone. I mean, we're all processing things in different ways and, uh, for his family and, you know, hopefully people will start to do the right thing and justice will happen. And, you know, we can leave this situation bettering ourselves. That's always like, you know, yeah, the, the prayer, the hope, but Anyways, wanted to just address that a little bit, and then I think we can get into our episode. All of your guys' questions came flooding in so quick. and Honestly, um, I feel like we're going to have to like just scroll pick, yep. scroll point, because yep. there is so much of which we always know when a topic is close to heart by like we'll go in like five minutes later and be like oh let's see if anyone's responded and we're like holy crap like how are we supposed to even read all you guys are the realest and really are um we appreciate you so much so So that being said we are gonna go ahead and dive into all of your questions and um do you want to do you want to share personal stuff yet or do you want to just like as we go yeah i love things yeah Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay. Um. So I think for me personally, um, it's so interesting. The the more girls that I talk to, it feels like we all kind of started out in a similar place. Mm-hmm. Like our our platforms where we launched off from were all pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Like you go from never thinking about stuff like this yeah. to all of the sudden, it's all you think about. Yep. And it, it's every age is different. When you hit it is different. But like you go from this unknowingness to all the sudden. This innocent bliss. Yeah. <laughs> it's this core value of who you are. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and you, it, it really is true. The fact that girls dress for other girls. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so true. Um, I couldn't help, but like middle school, high school, like all I cared about was what I looked like, what I wore. Yeah. And it wasn't for the guys. Like everyone thinks it is. It was for like, I was trying to keep up with the other girls, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, so just like everyone else, I think somewhere along the way I got misconstrued, blame it on TV, blame it on um, you know, the unrealistic Disney princesses, um, (laughs) you could blame it on whatever, but, um, my body obviously became like the center of attention for everything. I remember Mm -hmm. being in middle school and starting, like my mom had a slim fast mix that she always kept like in the cabinet. And I remember Mm -hmm. drinking that instead of having cereal Yeah, at the age of like 13, 14. Um, and I remember hiding it from her because I knew she would disapprove Yeah, because, my subconscious knew I was, I didn't need to, I shouldn't be worrying about this, but I remember having like hiding my meal, my breakfast specifically and doing a shake instead. And I remember, um, in high school doing the same thing with like Nutrafast and like all these little, you know, just quickly swapping it out before anyone was noticing saying I wasn't that hungry when I was starving. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I can't really tell you why, except for the fact that I was just very unhappy with how I looked. And um, I think one of the biggest things for us to remember is like every single girl or guy is going through this Mm -hmm. to a degree, especially at that age. Yeah. Um, And I remember just feeling very alone in it. Yep. And it's so crazy to think how lonely I was when my little sister was probably dealing with the same thing, Mm -hmm. but I didn't talk to her about it. Mm -hmm. And my best friends at the time were 100% dealing with the same things, um, but I didn't talk to them about it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if I had had like the confidence or courage to say something to my best friend at the time, we could have had a really great talk about it and helped each other through it. But I, I chose to shoulder this and deal with it on my own. Um, and the older I get, the more I realize if I don't get my thoughts out, um, they become all consuming. Oh, they become like a monster. Yeah. (laughs) Whether it's journaling or talking to Mm -hmm. someone, um, it kind of, it becomes this huge cage and all I can think about 24 seven is that I'm hungry. And so I'm thinking about food and then I'm thinking about how, quote unquote fat I am. Um, but that's the negative thoughts in my head. So it became this delicate balance of I'm really hungry, but I don't want to eat, which led to splurging Mm -hmm. and binging, which led to a very unhealthy habit and relationship with food. Mm -hmm. And it's so weird how just that tiny decision to not tell anyone about it, I think stirred, like turned my head and forced me into this path of binging on food. Yeah. Well, it became shameful. It became something you're like hiding and anything you feel like you have to hide automatically. There's like embarrassment, there's shame, there's Mm -hmm. secretiveness, there's a fear and anxiety of that thing being brought to light. And it's so funny how one of the things that was so like shameful about it was that I didn't want to be that skinny girl. Like I know we all know one of those skinny girls who doesn't eat anything. Um, and we all know like guys want to date a girl that like eats in and out with them and like, you know, does all this stuff. And I, I knew that like at my core, so I would hide it from people. But when I went out socially, I would eat normally Mm -hmm. and then just really regret it later. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful and I never so had. Because what you just said was like, a, like the smallest sentence, but like four 
massive stereotypes that like we all have to deal with. Yeah. Like we don't want to be that skinny, but we don't want to be big, but yeah. we don't want to, we can't eat this food, but we can't let guys know we don't eat this food. Like yeah. it's like, what the frick? It's this really untalked about understandable. It's, it's this rule that we've created. Oh, every, every single person listening right now is like, yep. Yeah. Like it's, I know it's that. something we created and we didn't talk about it. Cause I didn't mm-hmm. talk to my friends about this, but I would eat so clean to this day. I still struggle with this. I'll eat so clean during the week. And then I'll have one night where I go ham mm-hmm. and I always feel sick at the end. Mm-hmm. And I go, damn it, Ashley, like you went too far again. Yeah. And it's because I've created, I'm at a much better place now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah. Like I've created this negative connotation to eating fun food. Yeah. And I will let myself do it in front of a guy that I'm interested in, or if I'm going out socially, because I don't want to be the annoying girl that only eats chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um that is also not healthy because I need to find balance for myself. Oh totally. Not, it shouldn't be anyone else involved. This should be yeah. about me and my relationship with food. Fully. And if I'm in the mood to have a little splurge, then I think it's better. For me personally, this is what I've come to at the age of 30 with all <laughs> the wisdom that I have gathered in these years <laughs> to have little splurges here and there mm-hmm. because by the end of the week when I do get my fun meal, I don't feel like I have to like dive yeah. elbow deep into yeah. chocolate frosting. Oh, totally. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? Totally. Um, and so I feel like that's kind of where I'm at now. I've, I mean, I went really hard with working out. Um, I got too extreme where I wasn't, I was working out way too much every day, not eating enough. Um, and I thought I was fit, mm-hmm. which is so weird because and miserable, right? I was miserable. Yeah. And like at my skinniest, um, which was probably, I don't know, four years ago, I think. Um, I look back and like, yes, I looked great. Um, but I look, whenever I look back at those photos, Taryn can attest to this. Alicia can attest to this. All I remember are all the headaches I had. Yeah. How tired I was. Um, I was in school and I was working full time. And I had zero energy and my yeah. head hurt 24 seven. And I thought that was normal. Mm-hmm. That's not like, normal. Oh, well, this is a sacrifice I have to pay if yeah. I want to look like this. Freaking like beauty is pain. Like yeah. it's so ingrained mm-hmm. in us that this is how it is. Totally. Um, and I could not, I could not believe how much happier I was when I like walked away from it. Yeah. Um, I walked away in the other direction. <laughs> Yeah, for a minute, but I finally found like a ground right now. It's not perfect, but um, it's it's healthier and it's mine. And I think the it's so cliche, and I feel like we talk about it a lot. But like everybody's different. Yep. And I can't compare my path to Taryn's path, and she can't do the you know vice versa. No. Um, because we all have to figure this out for ourselves, not for the guys, not for the girls that we're comparing ourselves to online or in person. Yeah. But for ourselves, um, and yeah, I feel like that's kind of in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> how I've struggled with food and yeah. working out. Thanks, Ash. Yeah. It's like, I think like, you know, like I think we, we so casually share stuff about ourselves, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it is like, these are like all things like we've dealt with. And I think that's one of the things, um, why, you know, a lot of you guys are like, we feel like we're best friends with you because we do like, we know that you are all sending in stuff and putting stuff out there. And like, we want to reciprocate that. Like Mm -hmm. we want to be like real and genuine. And I think the whole thing about a trust relationship is like, 
both people are giving out. And so we're not just sitting here going to like take, sit take, take on take. these <laughs> like safe chairs and yeah. like whatever. Um, and I totally will cry when at like probably like five times in this episode. So just get used to it. Um, but I love what you said about like, it's like, yeah, we're in our thirties and you would think like we'd have it all together now. No. But I don't think you ever get there. Like, no, I think it's something that you have to choose every single day. And I think that's what people get discouraged and then just bail out because they're like, well, obviously I'm just insecure. Obviously I'm this. I'm never going to get there. And so I think it's something you have to choose every day. And some days are really hard and some days are not as hard. And where do you find that balance? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I've been having a really hard week, a really Mm -hmm. hard month quarantine sucked for me. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, Cut to like when we first started, we're like, we're thriving. I was so excited to dive into myself. And then like, I just, I can't, I'm having a really hard time. Anyways, today, all I wanted was a bagel and I gave myself that bagel and zero regrets because that's what I wanted. And it's not going to like eat me up inside to think about it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. I totally agree. And that's health, people. And that's That's on period. That's balance. (laughs) Period. Okay. Let's dive into Taryn. Little Taryn. Well, um, yeah, I think same thing. Like, I I don't remember ever thinking anything different um, until probably, like, around junior high. Um, It's the worst age. Um, I definitely was, like, rounder, but, like, never... You know, I look back and I'm like, you were so cute. Like, why do you think like, you know, I remember thinking so many times like I wasn't like everyone else. Um, And then I think I've shared on here before. There was one time where a girl who all the guys liked, I found out that my crush, like my big time crush, Mm -hmm. um, liked her. And so I, you know, in traditional junior high style, like ran to an, a building and started crying, oh. like waiting for someone to follow me and be like, yeah. what's wrong? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, and she followed me and was like, you know, what's the matter? And I was like, it's just not fair. Like everyone always likes you. And like, none of the guys ever like me. Um, in hindsight, all of the guys liked me, but my dad was the principal. So no guy would like admit it, but I didn't yeah. know that then. I just right. felt like, I don't think everyone we- has crushes on everyone except me. Like what's yeah. wrong with me? Um, which just shows like the tiniest little thing can set. I remember I seriously struggled so hard of not being able to understand why no boys ever liked me, you know? Um, anyways, so she made a comment and totally not like, obviously it was something she had heard. Like she was young and like innocent too, Right. right. but we don't blame her. No, I don't at all. But she made a comment like, well, maybe if like you lost some weight or maybe if you buy a bra that's bigger, then boys will like you. Mm. And I remember that was the first time I associated my body is impacting if I'm desired or not. Yeah. Almost like it's a direct correlation. Yeah. And then, you know, that was like around the time, like girls were like stuffing their bras, like Good trying time. to be skinny, not eating the foods that they wanted. And, and it was kind of like this slow swirling thing. Um, I've always struggled with like body confidence and things like that. And I think where it becomes like complicated with me is I have this very like confident personality. Yes. you do. Um, and people assume confident people don't feel anything. So they're these like hard rocks. 
But the truth is like, I've struggled with things like just like everyone else. And it's funny still to this day, like people being so sweet and I know what they're saying. will just be like, I love how you don't let anyone say anything about your body. And you're just so confident, like love the confidence, keep rocking your thing. And I'm like, okay, but like (laughs) just the fact that you're saying that is you being like, oh, I saw this picture and you look bigger, but you don't seem to care. And that's great. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, it's always something that's in my mind and I struggle with. Um, I think about maybe earlier this year, I had the realization that I think I have struggled with body dysmorphia and I'm going to start crying. Um, it was like really hard to like, to like realize that, you know? Yeah. Um, I remember I was like scrolling. I am so sorry, everyone, for my like, <laughs> this is like my crying voice. But um, I remember I was scrolling and um, just like beating myself up, like just being like so mean to myself. Um, and looking at old pictures and saying like, oh my gosh, like look at how thin you were, like, Like, what have you done? Like, you were so good. Like, how could you let yourself get to this? Like, all these things. And I totally think it was, like, a God thing because it was not, like, a realization I had on my own. But all of a sudden, like, I scrolled to this photo and was just, like, beating myself up looking at it. And right away, I had this very vivid memory of, like, me posting that photo and the fact that I, like, face-tuned, like my arms to be smaller and my legs to be smaller and smooth stuff out and sat and stared at the photo for so long being like, I'm so fat. Like, I don't want to post this because I'm so fat. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like, I literally felt like I got kicked in the gut. Cause I'm looking at this photo being like, I would give anything to be this small again. Yeah. But even when I was that small, I was beating myself up because I was huge in my mind, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was just like this realization I came to of like, I'm never going to be happy if I don't figure out like the core thing. And like, how dare I like talk to myself like that? Like, it's ridiculous, you know, like how many times I've convinced myself that a guy didn't like me because I'm too fat or, you know, like friendships or like, um, you know, always like going to sleepovers and everyone's sharing clothes. And I'm like, well, I can't fit in their clothes. You know, it all comes back to that. Being uh, the totally. Problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so oh, get it together. Okay. So <laughs> then I kind of went through this process, right? Like I started thinking, um, and not shying away from like what I don't like about myself. So like, for instance, like one of the things was like my arms, like I've always been insecure about my arms. And then I was like sitting there and I started to like separate body in regards to beauty and body in regards to function, (laughs) if that makes sense. And I started thinking about the fact that like my arms, all of the things I can do with my arms, like I can hug the people I love. I can lift things. Someday I'm going to hold my kids with these arms. Someday I'm going to like you know, whatever, like stick my arm outside my window and I feel the breeze. And that's when I feel free when I'm in the car, like all of the things that are so beautiful about these arms that I will stare at for hours and dissect and be like, why does my skin go in right there? Like, why does that look like wrinkly? Like, why does that flop when I wave? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just this realization that like, 
I have such a gross, like miscued view of what my body is. And instead of like being grateful that I have this healthy body, I'm so focused on what I want to be different about it. And the fact of the matter is like, there are so many times I have been like desired by a guy who thought I had a great body or I've had a girl that's like, oh, I wish I had like a curvy body like you. Like that's so sexy. And like, I'm skinny or you know what I mean? And so it's like, at the end of the day, like none of this freaking matters. Yeah. Like it's so, it's so frustrating. And that's why I cry because I think about all of the times that I did not go somewhere. I didn't approach someone. I didn't buy that. I didn't, um, just like talk to myself in a nice way because of this messed up view that at the end of the day, it does not freaking matter. There is no definition of beauty. There is no standard body size. Physically, me and you are built different and I will never look like you and you will never look like me. No. Like never. Yeah. Even if I'm a size four and you're a size four, it's our bodies look will look different. Mm -hmm. And some pants will fit me and some, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, I think I came to this like, blinding realization that even though I'm this confident person, and I've always said like, no, I love my body. Like there are these dark, ugly thoughts that go on in my mind and it all kind of came to the surface. So this journey has been like super fresh for me too. And yeah. that's why I was like so pumped to talk about it. Sorry, I cried forever, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the common denominator and the message we're really trying to send out with this episode is that everyone is struggling with mm -hmm. the exact same thing and what yeah. you see in someone else as beautiful and perfect they see as flawed and they're actually looking at y something on you yeah. that they think is beautiful and perfect yeah that you would never think of yeah that of yourself you know what I mean like I remember having a really long conversation in high school in the PE locker room all the girls were changing mm -hmm. and that was back in the day when like freaking Hollister jeans were in and it I was like Hollister. freaking low rise I never fit who created low rise <laughs> it's the, the worst. worst concept <laughs> and to go through middle school with low rise being a trend I cannot you guys I cannot but <laughs> I remember one of my friends saying that she was trying to get to my size and I looked at her and I said, I still can't wear Hollister jeans. Yeah. If, yep. if you think I'm the goal, like, guess what? I, they don't fit me right. Yeah. Like, they don't. And I know I, I was thinner than her, but like I have thick thighs and I do have a butt yeah. and they don't fit me. Yeah. And I tried every pair of jeans that they owned and they still didn't fit me right because yeah. they weren't made for my body type. Yeah. And that was something like our entire locker room, like sat around and realized we were all wearing the same jeans because we were all trying to look like the models yeah. in the posters. Yeah. And I don't know if y'all remember like the old school Hollister models. Oh, but I remember them. Oh, my damn. They were the beach goddesses. They were that the ESPN goddess yep. models. Mm -hmm. yep. And the fact that we were all trying to look like them yeah. was absolutely ridiculous. Um, but it, it kind of like created this weird like understanding just in that moment. It lasted for literally like five minutes. That was yeah. it. <laughs> I wish all of high school was like that. But I remember everyone being like, whoa. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. You're trying to be her. I was, there was someone else in the locker room that I was trying to be. Yeah. And all of us were just trying to look like these models. I know. It it's so true. It's dumb. It's so true. And I think one of the reasons like I really wanted us to like be Rob is because you know, being in social media, like there's so many times I read through my comments and girls that are like, oh, like I wish I looked like you. I wish I was as pretty as you. I wish I was this. And, and every time I look at it, I'm like, I just don't, I think 
I would love to be a part of the movement that just is like breaking down these like false realities. Like reality is like, I am beautiful, but I struggle. I have times that I like don't like things or I won't post a picture because I'm like, ew, I look so gross, which yeah. is like something I really want to change. And um, I remember the day, because <laughs> I don't like a few years ago when Facetune was just a thing, like you just did it to your yeah. photos. And I remember the day where I was like, you will no longer do this. Like, it's not real. It's not right. Like, you're going to stop touching your body. And so there's been times where I've posted a photo and there's cellulite or something that I'm like, oh, I wish I could just like, just smooth yeah. that out. But it's not reality. And I think we live in this world where all these Instagram baddies have these like facetune bodies where they're creating hips they're taking away hips they're taking away midsection they're smoothing things out they're lifting they're putting things down you know what yeah. I mean and that's what we're comparing ourselves to and it's unrealistic because it's not real yeah. <laughs> like it's literally not real even as simple as so many people one of my number one things is you're so photogenic yeah the amount of photos <laughs> I take to get that one good looking one as Taryn and like, especially like these people that I follow, they have friends or boyfriends or husbands yeah. that are legit photographers yeah. taking photos of them. They're not over here taking a selfie with a phone, which well, is the worst angle you can do. Like yeah. it's just, there's so much more that goes into it that I would really, if I could just take a moment to really preach to everyone who needs to hear this, there's so much work that goes into well, one so Insta photo. It's and not like, like we just sat there, snapped it no. and posted. It's a whole session I took and it a you week maybe ago. get like one or two pics out of <laughs> yeah. it. You know what I mean? I took it forever ago yeah. and I sat there for a long time color correcting it. Um, and there, you know, it took a long time to get one good, like if Taryn's taking a photo of me, she'll be like, turn this way, drop yeah. your shoulder, yeah. turn your head this way. You know, we're trying to get an artsy fun pick and we do love photography yeah. as an art, but yeah, totally. Um, there's a lot that goes into oh it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Completely. I just wanted to say that. I think that's good. Yeah. I think that, I mean, the bottom line is we're all struggling and we, have somehow have to figure out how to erase the definition of beauty in our minds. And I think when we acknowledge that like everyone feels that way, it helps to make it like a little bit more attainable. You know, mm -hmm. we're like, Oh, she struggles. Like she's crying about this. Like what the heck? I thought she was so confident. Like we all struggle, like whether we preach about it or not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anywho, um, so that's us. I'm sure we'll share more stuff as this goes, but um, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into it. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. 
Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, I'm going to dive in with one of the first ones here. Um, the first thought here says, thoughts on calling someone too skinny. Ooh. Which I think Good is uh, really incredible. I think... Um, I think the pendulum swing swings both ways. Yeah. Um, pendulum. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever <laughs> that thing Whatever. that swings. <laughs> Y'all fully understood where I was yeah, going with yeah, that. Yeah, we did. Um, where it is inappropriate to call someone too fat. Yep. It is definitely still inappropriate to call someone too yep. skinny. Um, just like someone is trying to lose weight, someone is eating and trying mm-hmm. to get boobs. Yeah. And unfortunately, some body types aren't going to yep. get them and they will always covet curvy girls. Just like if you're curvy, you'll always covet the skinny. It's like yeah. me and Taryn were saying, you always want what you don't have. Yep. I have met so many people out here um, living in LA that are stick thin and have implants and mm. ha- are looking into butt implants and are doing 500 squats a day to build their booty yeah. because they cannot do it without yeah. doing that. They can't maintain without doing that. They're mm-hmm. eating junk food and they're eating a lot of it to build fat so that they can create and sculpt their butt. Yeah. It's insane. So I, I, I really, I feel like growing up, I didn't see it as much, but the second I came out here, I feel like I met a lot of people who, who are working so hard to have some kind of womanly curve. Yeah. Because they were born with none. Yeah. And so I think, the same way it's hurtful to call someone fat, I think it is also very hurtful oh, to call someone too skinny. I fully agree. Like, bottom line, you should not make a comment. It's not your of place. any kind of anyone's body. Yeah. And I think the only exception is if you know a person and you know that there is some type of maybe disorder in play and they're unhealthy and, like, need help, mm-hmm. then that's where you come in out of love and say like, Hey, like I love you and support you and I want to whatever, but it should never just be an assumption that you make or a comment that you throw out there. Um, to like, I've heard a lot of, you know, and I've been guilty of it where I'm complaining about my body. And then one of my friends who does have a smaller build will say like, Oh, I know me too. And my number one reflex is to be like, oh my gosh, shut up. Seriously. Like, like that's so annoying that you're complaining about your body when I'm over here. Like I could like eat you and you could fit inside of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But that's not fair either because every single person has something that they're insecure about. And it's not my right to be angry at someone because I envy their body. Like that's not fair either. And I actually just screenshotted, um, a quote today. And I was like telling Ashley about it. Um, and it said another person's beauty is not the absence of your own. Yeah. And I think that is the whole thing is we tie what we feel, how we perceive ourselves to what we think someone else thinks about us, what we see someone else looking like it's always tied somewhere else. Like if you were ever just in a room on your own with only like knowledge of your body and what you look like, not tying to anything else, you would not have the same thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, how do we disconnect from those things? But bottom line, 
It's not your body, so it's not your business. It's not your body. Mm-hmm. It's not your business. Can someone please make an edit with that please quote? Please do. That's great. I was like, oh my God, that sounded cool, dude. That sounded really good. <laughs> Accidentally. I like that a lot. I know. Okay. Um, this one says, I have this thing where I feel confident when I'm dressed because I have that pear shape. But anytime I see myself in the mirror um, naked or with minimal clothes, I feel so self-conscious. Is that normal for others? I think that's extremely normal. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Sometimes, oh, I also wanted to say before we keep going, this is not just for girls. Um, yeah. I think guys have a lot of insecurities. Obviously, we can only speak from a girl one. So guys can relate to this in any ways they can. But I also think this is a very good episode for guys to listen to, mm-hmm. to understand the pressures that come as a woman. Because I think guy comments are even more freaking damning and they don't even know like Mm -hmm. they'll just throw out this comment like "Ooh, i love thick girls and i know he means that as a compliment to me but i'm like bro don't call me thick like (laughs) i can call myself thick but don't call me thick. you can't call me yeah so i think this is good for guys to listen to like all the freaking crap that like girls have to deal with anyways yeah but they deal with it on their own too they really do and i feel like with theirs there's a twist because it threat everything threatens their mask masculinity oh if a guy were to be like i'm insecure about my body he would get eaten alive yeah he's 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 being too emotional and he's not he's not man enough it's so ridiculous so there's a there's a twist to that oh totally um yeah it's funny some days i'm like man i wish i could walk around naked all day like i'd rather be naked than clothes because clothes have always been a hard like there's so many times like the grinch you know where he's like trying things on and he's like that's it i'm not going that's me literally (laughs) i'll text ashley and be like i'm not going and she's like shut (laughs) up get clothes on yeah but um clothes i've had a very unhealthy relationship with clothes and like wanting it sucks when styles are in that just you can't like it's just not a freaking it's not a thing nope. for your body. No. Nope. Um, so I've definitely had a bad relationship with that. So yeah, there's been times where I'm like naked and I'm looking at my body. I'm like, it's really not that bad, but I put on like a shirt or something and I'm like, I look like a parachute. So <laughs> it's, yeah, there are, I think that is totally normal. Yeah. Um, it's clothes are a very easy way to hide certain things, but I think that shows even more reason that sometimes when you hide things too much, it becomes like this alternate reality and I don't think you should have to feel like you have to hide anything about your body like all bodies are beautiful no matter what is being accentuated 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 or not um so I don't think that's not normal I think that's very normal and I think it's just something you know it's like a um we've talked about like an injury, like a scar, you're not going to feel, you know, like if you pour rubbing alcohol on a scar, you're not going to feel anything. If you pour it and it starts to sting, that shows you like there's still some healing that needs to take place. So I think every time those things come up, it's just, okay, right now I'm feeling it. So how do I affirm myself? How do I, you know, shift my thinking? But Mm -hmm. yeah, no, that's totally normal. Yeah. It's extremely normal. And I think that that, that feeling comes in waves for Mm -hmm. some people. You can let me know if you think I'm wrong, but there's days usually like post period yeah where I feel hot as hell oh yeah and you stare at yourself a little while on clothes and I'm like I am hiding all of this goodness the world needs to work like if I could just walk around in a bikini (laughs) right now that's what I would do yeah you know and that usually lasts for like a week Mm -hmm. and then all I want to do is hide myself yeah so I think it's I think it's really healthy to realize that you're gonna have Mm -hmm. highs where you are feeling sexy and you are feeling great about yourself maybe snap a little more few a little extra like photos of yourself (laughs) and then 
the rest of the month, you're like, well, <laughs> I'm going to pull from this Sweat old pants. photo shoot that yeah. I took, you know? Yeah. And I think it's okay to wear clothes. I think we need to stop. I know <laughs> it's okay to wear clothes. <laughs> oh, it's okay to wear clothes guys. <laughs> no, but like, I think me, what I would do is I would not buy clothes that fit my body because I'm like, no, I need to lose weight so I can fit in this mm -hmm. or I'm going to wait. I'm going to make myself wear this. So I feel oh, uncomfortable yeah. and whatever, but it's okay to like, realize like if your clothes are not fitting your body, donate them, like give them to someone else or maybe store them, whatever. And buy clothes that like fit you comfortably and make you feel confident. That's yeah. okay. Like you don't have to fit into a style because everyone else is wearing it. Like yeah. If you want to wear high-waisted sweatpants because you feel confident in it, do it. Throw on a cute jacket. Throw on some cute booties. Like, whatever you got to do. Mm -hmm. But we got to stop trying to make our body fit into stuff and buy clothes that fit our body instead. I remember having a really hard time with a pair of Topshop jeans oh, dang. that I had. They oh, were yeah. skinny black. Mm -hmm. And I loved them. They were my favorite pants. Um, I wore them 24-7. And I remember at a certain point, they were feeling tight. But I mm -hmm. would not jump the size. Yep. I needed to, I should have, I had to wear baggy tops yep. on top of those jeans, but I wouldn't give up the jeans because I was like, no, this is me. This is yeah. my size. But you're so uncomfortable all day, but you take your pants is, off yeah. and you have like permanent lines. If I ate one meal, yeah, you're done. I couldn't, I, you it was too done. tight and I would, they would fit in the morning, but if I had breakfast, <laughs> goodbye, if I had lunch, like it was too much and I couldn't sit comfortably. Yeah. So, you know, to a degree at a certain point, just get the bigger size. Yeah. If it, it fits, fits it's more flattering. You're not going to have that role yeah. because it actually fits you. Yeah. So yeah, that's just a weird, and we are not tangent. defined by our size. Like it's not, if you need to cut off the tags to stop staring at it, then fine, do that. But we're not defined by that. Um, okay. I think I went last. Go ahead. Next one. I worry that as my body changes, my husband won't think I'm attractive. Oh, honey. I have no husband. <laughs> I <laughs> have not had kids Same. yet, but I do think we as women need to be a lot more gracious on ourselves. Our bodies are freaking yep. incredible. The fact that they can mold and expand and shrink as we have kids is absolutely like just incredible and oh, yeah. fantastic and mm -hmm. it's honestly it feels like the more friends that go through it for me the more I'm like wow women yeah mm -hmm. damn women like look at us go like this yeah. is what our bodies were made to do and um I've seen so many people now be so much more open about it on social media yeah. and it makes me so happy because it needs to be understood that women's bodies change. Yeah. It's unfortunate because guys don't really, they do, but not to the extent that ours do Yeah, when it comes to having kids. Yeah. Like your body is meant to expand and shrink and then expand again, you know, with each kid. And it's never going to be the way it was before. No. And so we need to just be more gracious with ourselves. And I think if your husband loves you, then he's going to see how, how magnificent your body is. Yeah as well. Yeah. You know? Well, and there's so much more to even a relationship than physical. Like there's been, we, I mean, we've talked about this before. There's been guys that I'm like, hubba hubba, like, please have my children because they're mm -hmm. so hot. Mm -hmm. And then like, I start to talk to them and then I'm like, okay, you're not like, 
you're not listening to me. You're not like this conversation is not intriguing or you kind of sound like a jerk. And instantly I'm like, I'm not into him, you know, Mm -hmm. but then there's been other guys that, and again, this is like a shallow and we're trying to break this, but there's been guys that like, I've been not as attracted to. And I start to talk to them and get to know their heart and what makes them who they are. And all of a sudden I think they're the hottest guy in the world. Yeah. So I think there's so much more than like the physical attraction that, you know, it is important. And I think, but I think it's more important in like the beginning. Yeah. And like this guy chose you, he chose you, he committed to you. He's having a family with you. Like he loves you. And I think it's okay for you to open up and talk to him about stuff like that Mm -hmm. because I think it's good for him to know that there are going to be times where again we always say you got to tell people how you need to be loved but there's going to be times where maybe you have a code word and you're like hey honey pineapple and that means I feel gross and I need you to gas me up you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but um but no I think that's something you need to be careful not to let it get too big in your head yeah but I also do think it's very normal to, oh, to totally. worry about that. That's just totally. life. I worry about that now and I'm not even, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even given him a chance. Okay. Um, what do you think about people complimenting people's weight loss or gain? Ooh, it's a very interesting topic. Cause I yeah, think- I mean, people are like, Oh, you look so good. Have you been losing weight? Yeah. And instantly you're like, Oh, that sucks because that means you didn't think I looked as good. Yeah. With the extra pounds. Yeah. You know? I think, I think, um, Ooh, this, okay. I think this is really good. One, I think you do need to be careful mm-hmm. that you make it very clear that they were hot and gorgeous before. Yes. Um, and that you don't make it seem like they should be happy now because they're skinnier. Yeah. However, I do think it is important to recognize that they took control yes. of something if it was really bothering them. So like whether they're bigger or they're smaller, if they are, if they're bigger and losing weight because they want to, mm-hmm. and they have desired to, and they have made a goal and they're trying to get to that goal and it's a healthy thing, yeah. then I think, congratulations, like you worked so hard because yes. it does take work to do that. Oh yeah. Um, so I think there's nothing wrong and I would actually encourage you to encourage your friends that are going through that because they need the encouragement. Like it's a, it's hard work to lose weight. Yeah. Um, but it's, I think it's very important how you spin it. Cause you oh, don't totally. want to be like, Oh, you're getting skinny. Congrats. Like yeah. how exciting for yeah. you? Because all of a sudden it becomes about the weight loss, not about yeah. how much work they've been doing. Yeah. 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 No, I totally agree. I think it's a very, slippery thing so um again I just feel like unless it's like a nice thing to say we shouldn't comment on people's bodies so you can say like hey you look really pretty today like you look beautiful you're glowing you look really healthy yeah but don't ever tie it to are you losing weight yeah you know what I mean like I think it's it's fine to just leave the first comment and drop the second part of it yeah maybe that's a good like and then I if actually that person, like that as like, like a, almost a rule. Oh, totally. If that person, like if someone's like tells me, oh my God, Tara, you look really good. I can say like, yeah, I've been like working out and like eating healthy and like, yeah. you know, I've lost 20 pounds. And if I say that, then, okay, I've put it on the table. So obviously I'm okay with us talking yeah, about it. Open the door to that conversation. But I think, yeah, I think just saying like, hey, like you're literally glowing. You look great. You know, I think wow. that's all you need to say. I think I actually have, I think I, I do that a lot. Mm-hmm. I'll say, Oh girl, you're looking skinny. Like what's going yeah. on? And I should, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. Yeah. No, I agree because it, it does gas up a like, Oh, I'm getting comments because yeah. I've lost weight. And if they don't come anymore, yeah. Oh, I must not look as good. And what's crazy is that I do say that a lot, 
Mm-hmm. And that just goes to show how much I think about that oh, all yeah. the time. Oh, it's so true. Because I'm like, I, I, you wear jeans and a t-shirt around me 24-7 and I can still tell. Yes. That means I really focus in on, yep. I know what you look like. Yeah, it's true, girl. Interesting. Breaking down the barriers, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're really trying over here. <laughs> um, okay, next one. How to not count calories and compare your body from past years as you mature. Ooh. That's a good one. Um. I'm not sure what age you are at, but, um, again, me and my wise old age of 30, (laughs) I have really figured out that all these different diets work for only specific types of people. Mm -hmm. Um, counting calories didn't work for me. I tried, trust me, I, I literally tried everything. Um, Keto didn't work for me. There's a lot of things that I went through that did not work for yeah. me. And what it came down to was me realizing, like I tried being vegan. Mm-hmm. I tried doing keto. I tried doing calorie counting. I did the shakes. Like I did everything. Yeah. And what I realized is that my body needs carbs. Yeah. It needs it. Like yep. I, I don't do well without it. I get really bad headaches yeah. and they affect me on the daily. I also feel like I work a lot better with protein. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I realized that, I made sure that I get that every single day and yeah. I've, I've never felt better. Yeah, because you're like our poor bodies. Think about what we've put them through. Yeah. Like, hi, here's dairy. Just kidding. You can't have it anymore. Yeah. Oh, you like sugar? Cool. You're never going to have it again. Nope. Like, it's just like back, forth, back, forth. And like, oh, well, fruit has sugar, so I shouldn't have fruit. Like, yeah. well, freaking God created the world growing fruit out of it. So yeah. like, obviously we should have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so again, this all comes in moderation, but yes. it's figuring out for yourself what works for yourself. So if counting calories doesn't work, don't force it. Yes, you know, I totally. Agree. I'm all for trying the new diets because I, I think there, there is truth to some of them, but if it doesn't work for you, it probably doesn't work for and a your reason. Your body will tell you like, yeah. if you're miserable, if you're having headaches, if you're grumpy, like there is obviously there's like a detox period, but right. if, if you are not able to function and your energy levels low, like you're just struggling, that's your body saying like, Hey, this source yeah. of energy you're giving me is not enough. Like yeah. it's not working. Yeah. And our bodies change so much. Like mm-hmm. I did keto uh when I was younger and I lost like 40 pounds like boom like not working out not doing anything my meals would be like a del taco bean burrito with no cheese and a fry and a diet coke and Mm -hmm. I somehow like lost so much weight yeah and then I got older and I was like oh I'd love I'd love to just like drop some pounds like no big deal so I did keto again and like really stuck with it and I like fluctuated a little bit, but I was, I felt miserable. Mm -hmm. I was not losing weight. So something within those years changed Changed. within my body. And I can't, you can't keep trying to like beat down your body in these ways that you feel like, oh, well it worked for her. It worked for her. Mm -hmm. It's, it is like a give and take finding like, okay, let me try this. Let me commit to it Mm -hmm. because I want to be healthy. I want whatever. Um, and then if, your body starts telling you no, then it's like, okay, then we got to find something else. You yeah. know what I mean? And I do think it's safe to say the older you get, the more you <laughs> complicated you take from what you eat. Yeah, I agree. When you're younger, I think you can bounce back really quick and you can lose weight really fast. But the older you yeah. get, the slower your metabolism gets, mm-hmm. the less you work out realistically, you yeah. know? Um, and yeah, you're just going to have to learn to ebb and, ebb and flow with it. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, how can I get over an insecure area of my body? 
Um, I think I talked about it a little bit and like what I was sharing about like my arms, but I think, um, I think like kind of like focus on it. (laughs) It sounds weird, but you know, for instance, I'll try to think of, uh, what another one is on me. Oh, um, I, uh, I'm trying to think (laughs) like, I shouldn't talk about my (laughs) lady parts. Um, I have, okay, like, so I have cellulite on my legs, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so when I wear shorts, I, like, was always insecure. I, like, never wear shorts because I don't want that to show whatever. So what I started doing is it's, like, okay, if it's something, if it's something that you don't like about your body and there's, like, healthy ways that you can work on it, then great. You know, like, I read some things and it was, like, sometimes if you, like, Make sure like you're like using lotion or like, you know, your circulation's good, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can learn how to prevent it if I want to. If, if it's something I'm like, no, I would like to work on this for my body. I think that's okay. Yeah. Where the difference is, is if I'm like, I have to get rid of this because I am not beautiful because I have it. There's yes. a difference. Yes. But I think it's okay if you like healthily want to look into things. Um if it's things about your body, like the cellulite I have on my legs, I probably will always have because it's just kind of how it works. So for me, I stopped trying to avoid it and I would like purposefully stand and look at myself in the mirror and tell myself I was beautiful. I would stop trying to like be so afraid that anyone would see it. Um, I would start like finding positive things like um, the bird's papaya. I freaking love her Instagram. She talks a lot about- if you don't follow her. Oh my God, you go follow need her. to do it right now. Um, but she talks a lot about stretch marks and her body and how it changed after having kids. And, and just even her just like talking about this thing that no one talks about. Mm-hmm. Like no one posts pictures and says like, oh, here's my cellulite or here's my stretch marks. So I think it's like finding positive things to go in, but also like learning how to like physically look at yourself. And even if you don't feel it right away, start to do those positive affirmations of like, you are beautiful. You are a part of me. I appreciate you. Like every French fry that created you or just whatever cell that decided to like do whatever. Yeah. Like you are a part of me and I love me. So I love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In, um, in the words of Kendrick Lamar, Show me something natural, like ass with some stretch marks. Yes. It's natural. It's natural. It's natural. I've had stretch marks. everyone who made us feel like nobody got that. I remember the first time I got one, I was like, what the heck is that? There's a worm under my skin. Literally. (laughs) No one told me about it. Um, I I got my first, I literally have stretch marks on both cheeks Mm -hmm. and I've had them since high school. Yep. It's just my butt appeared one day and that's what happens. Yeah. And your body's <laughs> and like, what's this? <laughs> what's what's another cool thing that I've been seeing on social media lately is models mm-hmm. like uh, Victoria's Secret models, Sports Illustrated models showing real life photos of them in mirrors and they have stretch marks. Well, and it gets photoshopped. That's the whole thing. Like, that's why we need to stop creating this, like you're skinny. So you stand on this side of the line. I'm thicker. So I need to stand on this side of the line Yeah, there because like there were really even the tiniest girls have stretch marks. marks. So it's like, I don't understand why this is a shameful thing because all bodies have it. Guys have them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's It's a real thing. It's what our bodies do. And that's why we need to stop thinking about our bodies as just aesthetic Uh and think about the functions it has. Like that stretch mark means that my skin was able to expand to let something be there, whether it's an organ that grew or whatever the hell grew, like fat, whatever. 
it was able to expand and not stay in place so that I'm suffocating and like smothering things that need more space in my body. Like, yeah. what the frick? Yeah. Like, why do we think about it that way? It's so messed up. And I think the unfortunate thing we do is I think we've taken the idea of stretch of stretch marks and put the the concept that you're not fit or healthy if you have stretch marks. Yes, I agree. And I think that at the core is the problem because yeah. again, even the skinniest girls can have stretch marks. I've oh, seen even it. Even like, um, like men who like grow a lot of muscle yeah. will get stretch marks on their biceps. And they look I've amazing. Like their bodies look great. They look healthy. They have like they all of the muscles they've been trying. Yeah. So it's just, it's just freaking ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. So I think, yeah. I think the thing we need to do is, is just understand that stretch marks, stretch marks are natural. Yeah. And, um, and just, and just, and just, just yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I that. would, whatever you're insecure about, stare it right in the eye and just start to change the dialogue that you use when you are looking at it. That's, mm-hmm. that's my advice would be. Um, the next one I see here, um, says dating. I'm more on the curvy end of the scale and I feel like I can't date skinny slash athletic guys because I'm bigger than them. Ooh. Do you want to go on that one? I think that just on the surface that sounds like a very negative thought that most of us would let take over yes, our I minds i think um i think it's really important when it comes to stuff like this to realize that if you're letting that thought control you um then we need to start combating that yeah. negative thinking yeah um the truth is i've met guys that like skinny girls i've met guys that like curvy girls and nothing is wrong with it. So the mm-hmm. fact that you are thinking this and letting yourself think that you wouldn't be good enough to me, I think it's that thought that's the problem. Yeah. Because you're fully capable of yeah. dating whoever you want. And I think if you got that thought out of the way, you might actually be able to see the guys that are interested in you. Yeah, I do. I really think there's something to, if I walk in a room and I look at a guy and I'm like, there's no way, like I'm going to present that way in my body language. I'm going to probably every time he looks at me, look away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think there's something about like, whereas if I were to walk in the room and walk right up to him and be like, Hey, how's your night going? He'd be like, Oh, hi. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah. Yeah. Cause confidence, mm -hmm. confidence is it. And there are different people have different tastes. Oh, same. (laughs) People have different tastes, but like at the end of the day, what's on the inside matters the most. Yeah. And you know, even if I were to, obviously he's married, but Chris Hemsworth, right. like I would look at him and be like, there's no way he would ever. And like, shame on me for thinking that because yeah. like, bro, you would be lucky to have me because yeah. I am a gem. So it's like, we've got to stop putting this like us and them mentality and yeah. know that we're worth everything. If he doesn't find me attractive, that's just because I'm not his taste and that's okay. Like, yeah. I don't find every guy attractive, you know? Yeah. Also at this point, what's happening is you're you're putting your thoughts into their, you're you're assigning your thoughts and giving it to them without even giving them the chance to let you know how they think. Because I guarantee you, most of them probably don't think like that. Some of them do and they're assholes and they don't deserve us. And you don't want them. If you really think about it, like if you walk up to a guy and he's like, ew, she's big. I don't want her. Like that is something way down deep in the core that you do not even want to touch. So like, honestly, if people respond in that way, I just spit so far. Sorry. Um, (laughs) If people respond in that way, 
instead of seeing that as like, oh my gosh, that hurt. That was an attack on me. Be like, oh my God, thank you for showing me your ugly way of thinking because yeah. I don't want anything to do with you that. You just saved me. Yeah, you totally so saved much me. time. Yeah. Yep. yep. So um, I would say get that, learn to combat. Wow, Ashley, learn to combat yeah. those thoughts for yourself. I agree. And stop, stop assuming that that's what guys are yeah. thinking because from what I understand, yeah, they don't think that way. No. And even like I went on a date with a guy from a dating app and, um, I could tell like he kept looking me up and down He's um, into it. No, it was like, no. no, like I could tell he was like judging my body. Like it wasn't like, uh-huh. a like, a, Ooh, she's hot. It was like, he kept judging my body. Um, and it was so funny because like at the end of the night, he clearly like wasn't into it, but like, it was so funny because the whole time I'm like, I can feel you judging me, but what's hilarious is we would be sitting here in silence if I wasn't working so hard to try to pull out anything interesting in you whatsoever. Boring as so hell. It was the, the whole thing was like, okay, bro, you can be judging me all you want. And like, it was funny because there was one time he like was he like looked at me and then we made eye contact and I just kind of like smirked because I was just like, this is so funny because right now in your mind, you might be thinking like, Ooh, I don't know. But like, I'm sitting here going like, Oh, I know. Like, yeah, you're not interesting <laughs> yeah. at, at all. Like yeah. you're so boring, like all these things. What a bot. And so it was so funny. Cause like the end of the night, like we both went our separate ways for our own reasons. Right. But it was just like, it was I'm cool just because as not interested in you. Yeah. At that time I was like, well, shame on you if that's really what you were doing, but also like lol, because like you're not interesting at all. And I have no interest in you either. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, it's, I think we just got to stop assigning, like, like you said, assigning thoughts to people and also realizing like, if that truly is the case, then like girl bye. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. 100%. Yeah. Okay. How do I deal with my family constantly telling me to lose weight? Ouch. I know. First of all, I'm sorry that they're doing that to you. It always sucks when it comes from people you're supposed to be like safe and close safe with. with. Yeah. Um, I would say like you need to address it with them. I think I think even if like they don't respond in the way you want, I think you deep down will know that w- that was you like standing up for yourself. But I think um you know, you can wait for them to say something and stand up and be like, "Hey, that comment was not okay and like I'm done." Or you can like call a family meeting and be like, "Hey, like um this is hard for me to talk about, but I need to just be honest with you guys like you making comments about my body, like it's got to stop. It's putting me in an unhealthy place. Like I don't appreciate it. I'm trying to feel beautiful in who I am and I love and care for you guys, but like this has got to stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think it needs to be like addressed. I, I definitely agree with Taryn. I think you need to say something. Um, also what bothers me is they didn't just say this once. It sounds like they're continuing to say it. Um, if that's what they think, that's what they think, mm-hmm. but they don't need to remind you about it every single day. No. So, um, you know, they told you once, if I were you, I would say, Hey, I heard you. Yeah. You don't need to tell me again. I am not deaf. Like yeah. I heard you. Yeah. And make it very clear that you are, you need to make it very clear that you don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah. And like your body's your own. It's not their business. It's not their job. If it's not your body, it's not, it ain't your business. <laughs> it's not your business. <laughs> I got more hood on that one. She really did. Her <laughs> hands went up too. I think she snapped. I was snapping. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one. How do we deal with gaining weight during this time? 
literally mental over physical. Yeah. If that cookie is going to make you happy right now, we're all in a weird freaking time. You mental over physical. I just had a really long conversation with a friend of mine, actually multiple friends who are having a hard time. Um, some of them have been, you know, have been really fit and are kind of losing it. Some of them have maintained their whole life and are all of a sudden like, I can't fit into my clothes. You know, um, I think something that we need to, to realize is that stress messes with your body and whether you're still quarantined or not, this has been a stressful thing for most of us. I agree. Actually, I think all of us, we're in an actual world pandemic and that is stressful. Even if you don't feel it, you're stressed because this is unknown. This is scary. This is different. Work is weird. We don't know what the future looks like. We don't know if this is going to come back and that's going to cause you to stress. And for most people, that means weight gain. Even if you're still dieting and exercising, you're probably gaining a little bit or feeling Mm -hmm. a little softer. Um, Maybe your pants are a little tighter because this is stressful. Mm -hmm. So I think- for the foreseeable future right now, we all need to just give ourselves a little bit of a break. Yep. I used to work out and go to my spin classes and I used to eat super clean and I've backed off yeah. because I couldn't do that and be quarantined. Yeah. I couldn't. I was yeah. in a weird place. I was getting depressed. The fact is I needed to let myself bake cookies yeah. because it was comforting oh, totally. and it made me feel good. No, I didn't eat the entire batch, <laughs> but like I let myself, <laughs> bless so you. I let dog. myself have, I let myself have the batter. I let myself like mm-hmm. have a cookie or two and then that was it, you know? But mm-hmm. I think, I think we need to let ourselves have those things and um, not be too hard on ourselves right now because this is, this is new. This yeah. is unknown and this is different. And I think a comforting thing is that we're all going through this together. No, literally all of us are going to leave this being like, oh, okay. Um, you know, I was talking to a friend. He was like, I've been drinking more than I ever have. And yeah. I'm like, you know, we're all going to have those things we're going to have to detox We're from. all going to be and like, wow. Yeah, once the gyms are open or Soul Cycle or whatever you're into, like when we're in a healthier place, it's okay to address those things then. But I think, like I said, I think if mental health, if you need that and- you know, you have gained a little weight. I think that you just need to focus on like, again, our body's doing the best it can in this situation. And like Ash said, like stress takes all types of forms. So, um, I already within quarantine have been like, Oh my gosh, I lost a little weight. And then the next week I'm like, whoop, there it is. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, you just gotta, you gotta go with the flow and you gotta give yourself grace in a time like this for sure. Yeah. Oh, this one's interesting. It's not a question, but she says, in middle school, people bullied me for being tall and skinny, um, and I hated myself. Now people are like, oh, my gosh, you're tall and skinny. You should be a model. <laughs> so, so true. true. Literally. And then, like, the Kardashians come along, and it's like, oh, cool, butts and thighs are in. But not butts and thighs. Not natural butts and thighs. No, like don't say natural. Butts and thighs that have zero markings on them whatsoever and a waist that is so freaking tiny that you question, do they have all their ribs? I don't know. No. You know what I mean? And again, their body's beautiful. It's their choice, whatever. But it's like, there's always like a caveat where it's like, oh yeah, this is cool now, but it's not. Okay, wait. Yeah, these are back in. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just, it's so dumb. That's why we just need to stop making definitions whatsoever. Yeah, I remember when- 
the Kardashians first like became a thing. Mm-hmm. I remember being so grateful because I was like, thank God they have butts. Yeah. You know, and that this was back in the beginning before like all the butt implants and yeah. stuff like that. I just remember being like, they look like a woman. And that made me so happy because yeah. we were coming from stick thin models, yeah. you know, and stick back to the Hollister days again. Um, <laughs> triggered. <Good old> Hollister <laughs> days. Um, and it just made me so grateful. I was like, thank God. Like they, they're, they're making this like a, you know, womanhood mm-hmm. actually look beautiful. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're, they're making a statement, you know? Um, and now I'm just like, damn. <laughs> well, it always, that's the whole thing. It like everything is constantly morphing and changing and, you know, um, and there is like stuff that comes with also having a lot of money to pay for a nutritionist, a trainer, plastic surgery, things like that too. Yeah. So it's like, you can't, you can't compare yourself to people. Even if someone had your exact same situation, there's genetics that come into play too. So it's, so it's much. just the whole comparison thing just like needs to stop. Well, I worked out recently with my sister with Chloe Kardashian's trainer, mm-hmm. like at the gym, same gym that we see in like the show. And like, uh, it was, it was really interesting. I had a a real realization where I realized all these people, whether they're athletes or they're models or they're actresses, their full-time job is to look this way. Yeah. You know what that means? That means that they have a nutritionist and a trainer and they spend every waking hour eating a plan that is boring as hell, literally chicken and broccoli. Like that's it. And, um, working out 24 seven because that's what they're paid to look like. Yeah. That's their full-time job. The rest of us, we have nine to fives. Yeah. We don't have the luxury of, of getting to do that all the time. Um, so yeah, that's true. I mean, if, if part of your job, especially in social media is like your image and whatever, if, if you are putting time and like things into that, mm-hmm. then like, I mean, more again, again, the thing is, is we can't like say one's beautiful or not. Like there's all these different things like you were saying, but it is like, we can't put ourselves in the same position as that because it's like, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not in a situation where I can put all my money and time and effort into how I look. Like I can't because I have school loans. I have like things I have to do and it's just not my priority right now. Yeah. So it is like, it's not fair to compare when it's like, I don't even have the means or the desire, honestly. Like, yeah. it sounds exhausting. Chris Hemsworth, for example. Ugh, love. Guess what his full-time job is when he's not acting? Like, actually yeah. filming. Yeah. It's working out. Yeah. That's his, he's being, his job is to look that good. Yeah. That is his brand. Yeah. So, it makes sense. If your brand was microphones, you'd be working every day at perfecting the microphone. Yeah. His brand is his body. That means he works every single day to perfect yeah. that body, and that's tw- that. That means he's in the gym all day long. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So I think I think it is important to to realize that if you're comparing yourself to a celebrity, yeah, they're spending all their money and time and, focus and on it. Like that's their choice, and that's like what they like decide to do. So yeah. it's like. You know what I mean? It's just, you just got to see, like, you never know what's going on in someone's mind or like where they're at. So it's not fair to compare. Yeah. Um, Next one. How to not think about your body 24 seven. I think that like, there's definitely techniques you can use just in like changing a thought. Um, One of the things, I forget what type of meditation it's called, but it's like basically like when you find yourself thinking about something that's out of your control or like obsessing over something they say to like 
you know, you close your eyes and you start going over like factual things that are in that moment because it brings you back to like gravity. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, for instance, right now, like I'm closing my eyes. I, I can hear like the playback of my voice in my ears. I feel the bed underneath me. Um, I'm not really smelling anything. My body feels like slightly hot. You know what I mean? I'm like going through like, okay, what's my current reality? And then I think also having your like mantras in your head of like, I am beautiful. My body is doing a freaking great job. I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of what my body can do. And like going through things to kind of shift it and then being like, okay, moving on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there definitely are techniques that you can like look for. Um, but I think the key is to stop those thought processes. So you got to figure out something, some kind of tool that you can use to do that. I literally don't even think I should add to it. I think that was perfect. Oh, Oh, yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta fight the thoughts. Yeah. So I totally agree. I agree with Taryn. I agree with myself. Can I do one last one? Yeah, of course. Um, this one, I thought it just caught my eye at the last second. I really want to read it. It says my father fat shames me and I've been, having an eating disorder and he has no idea about it. Do you have any advice? Mm-hmm. Um, Ugh, that breaks my heart. I think something that's, that's really hard for absolutely everyone is coming to the realization that their parents aren't perfect. Yep. Um, and whether he's doing this intentionally or he's not doing this intentionally and he's just, um, kind of just saying things, you yeah. know, but you know, in passing, um, it's hurting you. Yeah. And whether he knows it or not, um, that's not okay. Mm -hmm. So I think something that comes with growing older is learning to stick up for yourself. Yeah. And again, with the realization that our parents aren't perfect, you need to call him out on that so that he can change that. I agree. If he doesn't know that this is hurting you, then he can't fix it. And I'm not excusing him in any way. Um, But if he knows this is hurting you, and you're still not saying anything, I think it would it would really impact your guys' relationship, both of you guys, if you were to stand up and just be like, how dare you talk to me that way? You're my father. I expect more from you. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably needs to hear it. Um, and I think it would, I think this would be a huge turning point in your life to actually stand up yeah. to him and stand up for yourself as well. Yeah, and I think like, you know, there's a lot of things that you could say to him that would hopefully um, really like staying and be like, oh my gosh, you know, of just saying like, dad, like, I I know that you might not even intentionally be doing this, mm-hmm. but every time you make a comment about me being fat, it, it burns this little thing in my head. And it's to the point where I honestly think I have an eating disorder and be like, and dad, like you're, you're the person I'm supposed to look at to know like how future men are supposed to treat me. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're putting this in my mind that like, it's okay for someone to talk to me like this and be like, I don't, again, I don't know if you're doing this on purpose, but like you really are damaging (laughs) me. And like, I need it to stop. Like, Mm -hmm. even if you feel that way about me, like I just need it to stop, you know? But I think you, whether it's writing it down or, or physically sitting there and, you know, um, if you have a, your mom in the picture, even like talking to her and being like, hey, like this is really affecting me. I could use your support or can you sit with me when I talk to him or a sibling or something like that. This. Yeah. yeah um, but I, I definitely think you need to like bring him in on seeing how much it actually is impacting you. Yeah. I think he, Ugh, I think he needs, I think we're at a point if this is starting 
Yeah. And an if eating he's, disorder, especially like, yeah. I think we're past the point where you should oh, say totally. Something. And if he's in an unhealthy place and can't stop or doesn't care to, um, because unfortunately we can't control what others do. Um, you need to really, sorry, I'm like choking on something. You need to really, um, put into practice how to devalue the words that come out of his mouth Yeah, to the point where when he says something, you literally let it just roll off. And that's yeah. a, that's a practice within itself. I was just going to so, say that's, that's something that I think we all need to work on yeah. because oh gosh, the yeah. truth is like the world's not going to treat you any easier. Yeah. Um, so this is one of those things that, yeah, it's harder cause it's your dad, but this is, this is one of those things that it'll benefit you in the long run yeah. to stand up now because in the future, if this ever happens again, yeah, you'll, you'll know what to do. Yeah, no, of course. Ugh, that's I'm good. sorry, babe. That's I know. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for sending in. Literally, we could probably do three more episodes and maybe, you know, we might, who knows? <laughs> um, but I just wanted to end with just this kind of list of like, really quick things on how you can improve your body positivity and how you think before we close. Um, so one is post positive affirmations on your mirror. Love, Love that. that. Um, two, get rid of your scale. It definitely can become an obsession. So the number doesn't define you or your worth. So um, if that is impacting you, get rid of it. Mm -hmm. If you wouldn't say it to your friends, do not say it to yourself. Wow. Yes. Love that. Um, learn to accept a compliment. That is another thing. If you don't, I'm horrible sometimes at that. So I've been trying to like work on that too. Mm -hmm. um, donate your clothing that doesn't fit instead of torturing yourself and buy clothing you feel great in. We already talked about that. Yes. Um, question whether your body hate is helping. So I love Ooh. that. Like me telling myself, you're disgusting, you're ugly. Is that changing anything? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's making everything worse. So why cause, cause unnecessary hate or stress on yourself? Do not compare yourself to others over your younger self. Love that too. Wow. Um, don't tell friends to untag you in that picture. Don't do it. Learn to accept oh, what you look that. like in every situation. You do not need to look perfect in pictures. Even if you don't think you look good in a picture a friend has posted, the people who are going to see the pictures know you and know what you look like. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, challenge the idea that thin people are happier. Again, there's always different sides. We've talked about that a lot today. Um, find a supportive squad to keep you positive. Amen. I think that's so valuable. And there's times where I've literally walked into Ash and been like, I feel gross. And she's like, what? And then like, we both <laughs> just are like, girl, you're so pretty. I love your hair. I love the, you know what I mean? But sometimes you need that outside person. Yeah. Um, and then again, if it is a serious thing, if you're struggling and it's getting to a point where it's deeply impacting your mental health or there's eating disorders or anything that we've talked about today, that's just too overwhelming, then definitely seek help because that's what people are out there for. And you don't have to do this by yourself. Yeah. I think, I think all of us, all of you listeners, as well as Taryn and I, um, need to make a little pact mm -hmm. to be the start of, of real. Yeah, I agree. And I think all of those steps that Taryn just read off are a great start to making it very clear. Like, like, this is what I look like. I am unashamed yep. by it. Um, this is how God made me. This is, this is 
this is me as yep. the greatest showman would say. I was trying not to say it, but I'm just going to oh, like, jump right in. Oh, I started singing. This is real. This is oh. real. <laughs> I'm exactly. What is the song? I don't know. I was thinking greatest showman. The high school musical? I don't know. Yeah. Either way. Um, I, I think... I think little steps like posting a picture that's unedited and not untagging yourself yep. um, are are actually bigger steps than you'd think. Oh and gosh, I think so that's the bigger. start to unveiling this yep. this beautiful filter that we've all been putting over ourselves and and making it very clear like like this is natural, this is real, and this is what real people look like. Yep. Um, and if you start it, your kids or your friends oh, or your gosh, family members yeah. will see and it's a domino effect. Dude, we gotta stop the cycle because I there is no way I'm going to raise my daughter or my son feeling this way. Like uh -uh. I have to stop it. Like yeah. I owe it to them. So it's like I know that I need to get to a healthy place mm -hmm. so that my daughter or my son doesn't grow up in a house where they hear me being like, oh, I look fat today. I'm not wearing this. I look fat. Yeah. Because that's going to communicate to them yeah. that there is a difference. Like mm -hmm. either I look good or I don't. And it's we've just got to stop. So those feelings are natural. Those thoughts are ingrained in our minds. So they're going to be present. But the thing is, is every day we have to wake up telling ourselves that we're beautiful, that we're worth it. And every time those thoughts come up, we go to battle and we, we do our best to like fight them and reach out to people when we can't do it on our own. Mm -hmm. You is kind, you is smart, you is you important. You is important, you is special. You is beautiful. You is beautiful. I think we, I think we ended that perfectly. I do too. I'm That was a great quote. Also, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, if you guys uh, have messages and stories that you want to share with us yeah. please email them to us we have socials follow us there we yep. both have our individual socials you can yep. follow us there as well um, i'm trying to get to 100k because i want legos to send me stuff the goal <laughs> is for lego to sponsor me sponsor taryn so i'm like maybe if i get 100k they'll be like we have to <laughs> she's a big deal and she's well on her way so yeah. go follow us there chat with us there um, we, we absolutely, Taryn and I just love talking with you guys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for being vulnerable with us. We love you all. It means a lot. And remember, and if it ain't your body, <laughs> it ain't your business. Okay. Someone please make an edit now. Thank you. Um, it can be proper. You can say if it isn't your body, no. it, it's not. All the sass. More sass, the better. The more sass, the better. Cool. So I love my life. We love you all so freaking much. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings. 
but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.